Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are now at the end of Job, chapter 42, looking at verses 12 through 17 in the New Living Translation. And this is the happy end to the story of Job. But let's listen to God's Word. So the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life even more than in the beginning. For now he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also gave Job seven more sons and three more daughters. He named his first daughter Jemima, the second Kiziah, and the third, Karen Hephuk. In all the land, no women were as lovely as the daughters of Job, and their father put them into his will along with their brothers. Job lived 140 years after that, living to see four generations of his children and grandchildren. Then he died, an old man who had lived a long, full life. Again, Job chapter 42, verses 12 through 17 in the New Living Translation, which titles it, Conclusion, The Lord Blesses Job. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Job chapter 42, verses 12 through 17 in the New Living Translation. And this is the happy end to the story of Job. The test of Job's faith allowed by God in response to a challenge from Satan revealed God's loving sovereignty and supremacy of divine wisdom over human wisdom. Believing that God is good despite the apparent evidence to the contrary, Job rested on faith alone. In the depths of agony, he could still proclaim, I know that my Redeemer lives. And in the beginning of the story, Job was, uh, God told us, Job was blessed and he was a a godly man. That's what he told Satan. At the end of the story of the book of Job, we find a man more blessed and even more godly because God told him to pray for his friends. And after he prayed for his friends, his everything was restored to him. In the end, all the attacks of, of Satan served to make Job a more blessed and more godly man. The last of his afflictions that were recorded in chapter 1 
and the most grievous of his um, afflictions was the death of all of his children at once. And we cannot even fathom what that's about. I know there are families that's gone through that. There are families that's lost all of their children in some calamity. But we can't imagine losing everything, including our children, at one time. And that's what happened. And becoming sick. He was uh, covered with uh, sore boils. So he lost his wealth. He lost his children. And he lost his health all at one time. But he still said, I know my Redeemer lives. Okay, back to my notes. Uh, his friends um, abraded him with the fact that his children died. He said they must have done something wrong. But God repaired, God repaired even that breach in the process of time. And we don't know if Job had the same wife or if he remarried because the first wife was dead. But God blessed him with the same number of children that he had before, seven sons and three daughters. Some give this reason uh, that he, they, they don't know why he didn't double, but the way Matthew Henry looks at it, which makes sense, uh, he had children who were in heaven or in a, you know, gone to a better place, and he had the children who were on earth. So he still had double the children when you think about it. <laughs> so that that could that would count as being doubled. He doubled everything that Job owned, all of his cattle, but the children doubled because he had seven in heaven and seven on earth. The names of his daughters were significant, and they signified the uh, per, uh, per, perpetuity, perpetuity the remembrance of God's great goodness to him in surprising change to his condition that did not make sense but this is Matthew Henry writing the names are significant and they're significant because he named the first one Jemima which means turtle dove of daybright because of the shining forth of his prosperity after a dark night of affliction the second is Kisaya, uh, which means cinnamon or cassia, which are uh, fragrant scents because God had healed him of ulcers, the smell of which were offensive. And remember, they made fun of him at the gates. Even the children mocked him. And the third was called, was named Karen Hepuk, that is plenty restored or a horn of paint because he said God wiped away all of his tears from his which had fouled his face and another idea for uh, Karen's name is that she was so beautiful that she didn't need cosmetics and we were told that uh, Job gave his daughters uh, they were co-heirs with their brothers and you know that was unheard of in that time let's pray Father, you spoke to Job through the whirlwind and you restored his end so that it was better than his beginning. And God, we know you speak to us through your word. You speak through us, to us, through dreams and visions. And we thank you for that. 
God, thank you for the lessons that we have from the book of Job. Lessons of perseverance, even in adversity. Lessons of trusting you. Uh, Even lessons on friends and their roles in ministering to us while we're in our season of grief and pain. God, we also learn that all the attacks of Satan serve to make Job more blessed and more godly. God, grant us the ability to hear you clearly as you speak so that when there are times in our lives when we need you, that we know that you're attentive to us. But let us be attentive to your voice, God, so that when we are attacked by Satan, we can uh, come forth as pure gold. We can say as as, um, Job did, I know my Redeemer lives even when I'm going through all that I'm going through. Open our ears and let your word inspire us to live righteously in the name of Jesus. And God, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. Praying for both, all three of my sons, but one son, the one in Houston, asks for special prayer. So God, we're praying for him. You know what the needs are. Praying for my son in Iowa, my son in New York. Praying for my daughter also. Praying for my grandkids, praying for my brother, continue to lift him up. Praying for both brothers and all, both my sisters, and for all of our nieces and nephews, aunts, uncles, uh, brothers and sisters-in-laws, all of our uh, relatives. Praying for our church and the church worldwide. And Father, we're thanking you. Even in a world that's in so much turmoil, we know that you're in control and we bless you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.